This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, heard Sunday mornings at 9 on Zoomer Radio. The new AM740. From hockey to wrestling, football to golf, no sport left unturned. You're listening to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. Good morning, Naz. Good morning, Wally. Neil, the boys are back. Let's talk sports. Good morning and welcome to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto on the new AM740. And if you're listening in downtown Toronto, we're also on 96.7 FM. Pleased to uh, welcome you to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We're going to do a St. Michael's College School tribute show today. And I'm pleased to welcome in studio this morning, Father Jefferson Thompson, the president of the school. Welcome, Father. Good morning, Walter. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for joining us. And the uh, COO, Chief Chief Officer of the school, Greg Hook. Good morning, Greg. Morning, Walter. Great to be here. It's it's great to have you. I understand you're also, I'll introduce you. uh, Can we call you a basketball star from the 1970s? (laughs) I played basketball. That would be about as far as we go. <laughs> Anyways, we, I just want to give the listeners a little bit of a roadmap for the show. We wanted, uh, wanted to do a St. Michael's show for a long time. There's been some special people that we've talked to on this show over the years, and uh, we want to bring them into the discussion just to let everybody know. We will be talking today to the greatest Toronto Maple Leaf in history, David Keon. David, uh, a graduate of St. Michael's College School from 1960. Uh, the owner of the Ottawa Senators, Eugene Melnick, will be joining us in the middle of the hour. Eugene, uh, also uh, one of the great benefactors of St. Michael's College School and a graduate of St. Michael's College School, I believe class of 1977 or thereabouts. Mm-hmm. And later on in the hour, another friend of the Nazawali Sports Hour, Leo Routens, a St. Mike's grad, a great basketball player. I believe you played a little bit of basketball with him, didn't you, Greg? Yeah, I believe so. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll certainly talk about uh, talk about Leo and uh, his remembrances from the school and uh, what made uh, St. Michael's College School, uh, what made it and what makes it uh, a special place in so many different ways. The St. Michael's College School statistics are pretty astounding in terms of its sports excellence. 218 hockey players have walked the halls of St. Michael's College School at some point in time. Um, Some great Hall of Fame hockey players, NHL. Listen to some of these names. Bobby Bauer, Jerry Cheevers, Red Kelly, Tim Horton, Dave Keon, Ted Lindsay, Frank Mahovlich, Eric Lindros, and of course uh, uh, the builders and coaches, Father David Bauer, Father Murray Costello, Jim Gregory, Incredible, astounding achievement, but St. St. Michael's College School is not just in the past. It's in the present, and it's part of the future as well. Listen to some of these names that have attended the school recently. Jason Spezza, Andrew Cogliano, Tyler Sagan, Toronto Maple Leafs' own Mitch Marner and Connor Brown, Max Domi, Dominic Moore, Eric Lindros, Rick Tockett. Certainly a special place 
But the foundation of St. Michael's College School is the congregation of St. Basil's. Um, interesting history, St. Michael's College School. And Father Thompson, I want to, uh, want to chat with you a little bit about that. Um, St. Michael's College School is in its 165th anniversary. It is. Uh, it was um, uh, opened, settled, founded, founded, I guess is the better term, in 1852. Yes. Um, in, uh, it wasn't in its current location back then. But uh, tell me a little bit about the Congregation of St. Basil's. It's, it's a Catholic order. Um, how did the, Saint, the Congregation of St. Basil's come to Toronto? And tell us a little bit about its mission. Thank you. It's a history that has a very human touch. Um, in 1822 in the post-Napoleonic post era in France, in the south, in a town called Annonay, ten diocesan priests banded together to educate young men in theology for formation towards the priesthood. On the other side of the world, in Toronto, the second bishop of this archdiocese, Bishop Armand de Charbonnel, wanted to establish a school for young Catholic men for their education, which wasn't available to them at the time, and also for theological studies towards the priesthood. And he naturally thought about inviting the fathers who had taught him in France at the school that he had attended. And so 30 years after their foundation in France, some Brazilian fathers came over to Toronto and with the help of Bishop de Charbonnel, established St. Michael's College School. It was called St. Michael's because it was in the basement of the bishop's palace at the time, next to what came to be St. Michael's Cathedral. The school did well. The graduates were well-formed, well-educated. They spoke for themselves. Um, by the fruit, we shall know the tree. And so the school expanded to what is now Bay and Bloor, at, on the campus of the University of St. Michael's College. It outgrew the building there as well, and so in 1950 it moved to its beautiful location now at Bathurst in St. Clair. Interesting thing about St. Michael's College School, that uh, it's, it's, uh, one of its original locations was at what is now Bay and St. Joseph and St. Mary, and uh, it's described as being, when it was set up, it was described as being outside of the city of it Toronto, wasn't. which is uh, pretty remarkable, and I mean... Uh, I, I've, I've had uh, two children down at uh, living at Bay and St. Joseph, and if you stand there and say this is outside the city limits of Toronto, that's pretty uh, pretty astounding. So certainly, St. Mike's has been um, it's it's almost a part of Toronto's. Toronto grew and St. Mike's grew, and it's the, the histories of the two uh, are intertwined. And then it moved to Bathurst and St. Clair in 1950 and of course that is that that is the yellow brick building that uh that has become synonymous with saint michael's college school and synonymous with that corner um but going back to the bazillion fathers um what um what's the mission of the bazillion fathers the bazillion fathers are devoted to education and evangelization uh, we have always been in schools and then later in universities, parishes, 
campus ministries, no matter what we do, we see our role, our calling, as one of educating and forming young people in the faith for lives that will contribute to our world. At St. Michael's, we have always been working in the tradition of the Brazilian fathers, and we educate our young men in goodness, discipline, and knowledge for a life of leadership and service in faithfulness to Jesus Christ. We stay focused on that mission, and we use the motto of the Brazilian fathers at the, uh, and keep it at the heart of everything we do, which is teach me goodness, discipline, and knowledge coming from the Psalms. You have, you've had some uh, 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 pretty successful graduates, and we'll, you know, obviously in sports, uh, uh, obviously in hockey, and uh, I guess some of these kids come in grade 9, and, um, and uh, they've had a little bit of success in their lives already. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some of them uh, uh, have to be taught certain things. Um, do you ever, find, uh, you ever find with any of your young men uh, when they come to you that um, you, they may have – I know humility is an important part of what the Brazilian fathers teach I know integrity is an important part of what the Brazilian fathers teach. I know character is an important part of what you teach. Do you ever find with sports um, figures or uh, people who have achieved uh, a little bit of uh, outstanding success already young in their lives that um, you have to take them under your wing and perhaps uh, uh, teach them? Well, that was a very humbling list that you recited at the beginning of this show. Um, Just listening to those names, knowing the history, knowing the current history as well, uh, it's it's exciting to be part of it, always. And they come to us in grade 7 now as well, not just grade 9. They come to us from all the corners of the city. Uh, They come to us in all the colors, all the personalities, Uh, that young men embody. We're happy to have them. They're happy to be with us. And yes, there are are those who are further along their development than some. We delight to be part of their lives. And our vision for each and every one of them is to graduate those young men for lives of faith, character, and service that will change the world. Very quickly, Father, before we go to break, and uh, we'll be calling David Keon during the break. Um, You're also a graduate of St. Mike's, believe class of 1979. That's right. Uh, But uh, you came, you weren't born in this country. No. You came to this country, I believe, at the age of 13 or 12 or thereabouts, and one year later, you found yourself at St. Mike's, a year after you came to Canada. How did that come to pass? My family of four immigrated to Toronto in 1973 from India. Uh, I had gone to a Jesuit school in India from kindergarten to grade 7. I attended St. Charles School in grade 8, making new friends during that year, and a lot of them were talking about St. Michael's College School. We hopped on a bus one day, came down, took a tour, and I was mesmerized. All of us were. It was the place to go. Seeing those young men in their blazers and ties was very impressive. I wanted to be like them. And so I began in September of 74, 
graduating in 79. My parents, my family, and I have never regretted that. I believe firmly that I built the foundation for my life at St. Michael's. I didn't know it at the time. I don't think any of us does. We come to realize that and appreciate it the older we grow. And this is what I tell the young men at the school as often as I can. They are building the foundation for their life. And when they're 42 or 63, they will know that with certainty. We're talking to Father Thompson, the president of St. Michael's School. We also have in studio with us today, Greg Hook, uh, chief, uh, chief officer of the school. Uh, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with David Keon. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville brought back the large five-topping pizza special for just $13.99 for a limited time. I'm whispering because the last time Pizzaville brought back this special, there was pandemonium in the streets, pushing, shoving, biting. So order now and order often, and hopefully you won't have any bite marks when this is over. Call Pizzaville for the large five-topping pizza special at pound 3636 from your cell phone. There's an old saying, entrepreneurship doesn't build character, it reveals character. Entrepreneurs learn to trust a person by trusting people. The law firm Rigabon Carly understands this. They know all about entrepreneurs because they work for them. Every day, they've earned their trust. They know that when it comes to meeting the legal and business needs of entrepreneurs, good enough is not enough. Rigabon Carly, the intelligent choice. Steel's Paint in Woodbridge, an enormous 20,000-square-foot superstore that carries nothing but the best. Superior staff, superior advice, superior selection, superior everything. When you have a really tough job to do, they can knock it down to size. They'll show you how to get it done right, and because they only sell the best of everything, you'll get it done to last. That means superior satisfaction. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. The best. This is Daryl Sittler for Alta Infinity and Bond. I've worked with some pretty great teams over the years, and the staff at Alta ranks among the very best. Expert sales, superior service, and the largest selection of Infinity cars and SUVs in Canada, and the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's no wonder that Alta has been an all-star performer for well over a decade. Visit AltaInfinityWoodbridge.com, or better yet, drop by the number 7 Auto Mall at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. The only thing I love more than sports is sports radio. Take it away, boys. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zoomer Radio. Good morning and welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. We're talking about St. Michael's College School, the yellow brick building at Bathurst in St. Clair. In studio with me this morning, the president of the school, Father Thompson, also the chief officer of the school, Greg Hook. And we're pleased to welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour, David Keon. Good morning, David. Wally, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I'll give you this opportunity to say good morning to Father Thompson. Father, how are you? I'm very well. Good morning, David. Good to talk to you. Nice to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining us, David. We're uh, just chatting about St. Michael's College and what comes up all the time when we talk about St. Michael's College School, obviously, is the excellence of, uh, of, the, of the school, uh, the sports program, the hockey program, 
Um, and of course, you're you're an illustrious part of St. Michael's athletic history. You attended St. Michael's College School from 1956 to 1960, four years. How did you find your way to St. Michael's, David? Um, well, I was uh, the, the Leafs. Uh, the Maple Leafs sponsored a team in Naranda, and. Uh, they had uh, two junior teams or two junior farm teams then. They had the Marlboros, the Toronto Marlies, and they had the St. Michael's uh, program. And uh, my parents uh, would only let me go to St. Michael's because it was in a boarding school. And uh, do you remember uh, your, your, your recollections of, uh, of arriving at St. Michael's School? Uh, any recollection of your first day there, your first teacher, your first distinct memory? That uh, uh, well, I, I remember it like it was this morning. Uh, I got there. I had gotten off the train at Union Station, and this guy walked by, and I didn't know him, but I knew him, and it was uh, Frank Mahovlich. So I got up to the school, and I I think it was just around 10 after 8 and the first class was getting out and as I, I walked in and a, a bell went off and all of a sudden there's these uh, students just going everywhere and I was just totally dumbfounded about what was going on and then I said I don't think this place is going to work for me and uh, then uh, I went into I was standing there and I saw this guy come in he Frank had come up on the I had taken a taxi and Frank had taken the subway and I went in and he said he had to see Father Crowley and I said I I do too he said well come with me and so we went down we saw Father Crowley and uh, that and then uh, I had lunch and I got my schedule and then they pointed across the field to Tweedsmere House where I was going to be that's where I was going to live my first year and I was walking across the I was walking across the football field and not feeling very confident about my uh, first exposure to St. Michael. <laughs> well, you, you you made it through David can uh, in uh, in trying to evaluate your performance uh, well obviously the world knows your performance as a hockey player the great you're the greatest Toronto Maple Leaf in 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 the franchise's history and uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about uh, your performance as a student. Uh, as I look back on it, I, uh, I could have been a better student. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't apply myself nearly as uh, diligently as I should have, and uh, that's one of the regrets I have. Well, I have Father Thompson here in case you want to make a confession about that, David. But no, I, uh, think, uh, I think the priests at the time were aware of that. Uh, uh, going back to the priests at the time, there was, a, there was a gentleman there who's in the Hockey Hall of Fame, uh, one of the most influential people in the history of hockey in this country, who took upon himself uh, the, the national program in the 1960s. Of course, I'm talking about Father David Bauer, who was, who was a bazillion father at St. Mike's, and he was there at the time that you were. Uh, tell us a little bit about Father David Bauer and uh, any influence he had on your life. Well, he was. Um, uh, he took Father Timmons' place as assistant principal after Father Timmons died, and uh, 
He was the manager of the majors the three years that I played, and Bob Goldham was uh, Bob Goldham was the coach. And his, um, I would say, he certainly was an influence on me because he uh, was trying to stress to me uh, certain parts of the game of hockey that I was going to have to learn if I was going to play at the next level. And it was a, a long, you know, it was three years that he was pounding on me to to uh, to try and change some of the things that I did. And fortunately, after three years, it sort of seeped in and uh, helped me uh, as I went on in my my career as a as a professional. Um the 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 uh, phrase i keep hearing repeated over and over and over again about people who have attended st mike's is that um and i think in listening to an interview i did uh, we did with you a few years back um um and i quote you you said if you're a st mike's guy you are always a st mike's guy uh, what does that mean david oh i guess it means that uh well, when we all, I guess when we all went there, uh, some of us were boarders, some of us were uh, day students, um, it was really the first time that you were away from uh, your own close environment that you had grown up in. And you developed friendships and camaraderie and relationships because, especially in boarding, everybody was going through the same thing. First time away, a lot of people homesick, everybody's going through the same thing. So you develop a, a relationship with guys and, and you, you do the same thing with, uh, with the day students. And uh, that is kind of something that I think has uh, carried on in my lifetime and in the lifetime of most of the guys I know from St. Mike's. They have remained, they know each other, they don't see each other for a long time, but when they get together, it's like, you know, they're still in school. So it, there's a camaraderie that, that exists, and we we were together, and we went through school together, and, uh, you know, it's something that we're proud of. You know, Dave, that is true to this day, very much so. Exactly what you're saying. It's very difficult to go anywhere in the world today and not encounter a St. Michael's man. Uh, we, we seem to be everywhere. Uh, the world is ours, as it were. We, well, if, if, that's, uh, you know, for me, it was a great experience. Yeah. I, uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the four years. I, I uh, look back at them very fondly. And I, you know, I know Father Zinger passed this past week, and I can remember the first year he was at St. Mike's. Uh, I think it was 1957, because I was living in St. Clair House then. That's and, right. Uh, he, he came as a seminarian. He did. He was mm -hmm. Mr. Zinger then. That's and, right. Uh, he, he was, uh, the priest residence was right beside St. Clair House, so we'd see him, I'd see him all the time. We're talking about Father Zinger as a very special, uh, just so our listeners know, Father Zinger had been at St. Mike's for a long, long time, and he passed away. 60, 60 years, I think. 60 years, yeah, and he yeah. passed away, and any, everybody who's gone through the halls of, uh, of St. Mike's um, uh, is just one of those gentlemen that uh, made a difference in so many lives. And I, I didn't go to St. Mike's. and you know, Well, that's too bad. I know. But I learned my lesson. I sent my son to St. Mike's. Uh, so um, I didn't have the opportunity to go there. But I had the opportunity to, to, to walk through the place. 
quite a few times, and and it's it's funny, David. You you it's like when when you walk through there, um, it you know it doesn't feel like you're walking through a museum because there's there's still so much energy and there's still so much future in the place, but you walk through and you realize some of the people that have walked through this place, and if you're a sports nut like I am, um, I, I mean there's obviously there's some tremendously accomplished people, non-sports people out of St. Mike's. Oh, yeah. Zillions really? of them. Sure. Uh, but uh, it, it, it really is, there's, you know, they use the, 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 the cliché term, it's a special place. But it is. Uh, you feel it. Uh, you, you realize when, I mean, I remember walking through the halls the first time with my son. And uh, sorry to take away your time, Dave, but... Uh, uh, this leads into you. I mean, you see pictures of Dave Keon on the walls. You see pictures of Tim Horton, of Frank Mahovlich, and you know, and uh, it, it really is a special place. How would you put that in words, David? Oh, I guess uh, my son, my oldest son, never went, uh, but my youngest son Tim went to St. Mike's, and uh, he was had a friend of his who was going up, and uh, his son was at St. Mike's, and they were going to watch a football game and uh it was uh his son i think his son was a freshman and and um they were going up and the people were booing and uh <laughs> david said to the guy well don't worry he said the, everybody boos st mike's he said they all want to be there but they boo them because he can't be there yeah i certainly uh I certainly understand that. Uh, David, when they retired, uh, just so our listeners, uh, uh, Eugene was involved and the school was involved in retiring your number nine sweater back in uh, 2008 at a ceremony uh, where the majors had been resurrected and they uh, got the opportunity to retire your number nine sweater. Um, Your recollections of that day and what that meant to you? Oh, that was was a great day. I was... uh... You know, Eugene uh, was behind that. He owned the he owned the the team in Mississauga then, and uh, I was honored that uh, you know they chose chose me chose me to have my number retired. I mean, it, it was uh, it was a special day, and uh, you know, I, I I as I said, I look back at my four years at St. Mike's. It's uh, a very very special time in my life, and all the things that happened to me and. Uh, made me a better person, and hopefully, and uh, you know, it's it just laid kind of laid the foundation. We've been talking to David Keon. David, uh, we're going to let you go. All right. We're going to thank you so much for joining us. And uh, Father Thompson, last word with David Keon. David, I listen to you, and I hear the same voice that I do now from um, more recent alumni when asked, "Where did you go to school?" Almost to a man, they will not say the university. They will say, I went to St. Mike's, just like you have been doing. <laughs> thank, thank you for your... Oh, it's my pleasure. I hope to see you. I'll be, uh, hopefully, I'll be up at the school in the next little while. I hope to see you. We look forward to that. Thank you. David, thank once, you. David, get, uh, David once again, uh, thank you so much, and uh, hope to see you soon as well. Thanks. All right. Thanks, thanks so Walter. Thank you. That, of course, was uh, David Michael Keon. Uh, uh, the greatest Toronto Maple Leaf in history, a proud St. Mike's grad, and you made a very interesting comment, Father Thompson, which um, hadn't thought about it till now, but you're 100% correct. The people that I know that went to St. Mike's, um, when you ask them where they, where they went to school, they say St. Michael's College School. 
Yeah. And further, more, more so than their university. That's right. And further, uh, we also feel that we didn't go to high school. We went to St. Mike's. Interesting. It's time for our break. Uh, we had scheduled Eugene Melnick uh, this morning. Uh, unfortunately, Eugene's traveling through Michigan this morning. So far, we've had haven't been able to connect with him. We'll keep trying. If not, we'll get uh, we'll be back with uh, Leo Routens. Thanks. So. We'll be right back. It was a rainy day when Pizzaville realised that people may not know how many different kinds of ponzos Pizzaville makes. You can go Italian if you like a sausage. You can go Hawaiian if you like ham and pineapple. And you can go Canadian if you like bacon, beer and hockey. We can build a ponzo that speaks your language. No matter where you are from, call Pizzaville at 736-3636 or visit pizzaville.ca. At Titanium Logistics, we believe that choosing the right shipping company comes down to two issues, price and cost. Most prices are competitive, will likely save you money too, but the cost of choosing the wrong company to service your cross-border freight to and from the U.S. and Mexico can be extraordinary. If it's not where it should be, when it should be, that bargain price, worthless. Titanium Logistics. On time, on budget. Call 905-266-3014. Ask for Blair Downey. At 20,000 square feet, Steel's Paint and Woodbridge is Canada's largest independent paint store. Big deal, right? Big deal? Yes. The best brands, the best staff, the best advice, the best of everything. From color matching to brand selection, whether you're a pro or a DIYer, we'll look after you from the minute you walk in to the minute you walk in a second time as a completely satisfied customer. Big store, big deal, bigger satisfaction. Simple. Steel's Paint, 4190 Steel's Avenue West in Woodbridge. Woodbridge. This is Daryl Sittler for Alta Infinity and Vaughn. I've worked with some pretty great teams over the years, and the staff at Alta ranks among the very best. Expert sales, superior service, and the largest selection of Infinity cars and SUVs in Canada, and the most competitive pricing anywhere. It's no wonder that Alta has been an all-star performer for well over a decade. Visit AltaInfinityWoodbridge.com, or better yet, drop by the number 7 Auto Mall at the corner of Martin Grove and Highway 7. Experience the difference that makes Alta Infinity the captain's choice. Are they ever wrong about sports? I can answer that in two words. Impossible. The Naz and Wally Sports Hour on Zuma Radio. Good morning. Welcome back to the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. We are live from Liberty Village in downtown Toronto. We've been unable to connect with Eugene Melnick. Unfortunately, he's driving through Michigan this morning and we'll keep trying. Um, and we'll have Leo Routen shortly on the show. And uh, you were just mentioning, Greg, uh, talking about uh, Leo and uh, Father Thompson. You, we, did you, the two of you graduate at the same time? We spent the same years. At same Mike. same years. At Leo at, left a year early to go and play for Syracuse. Left a year early. And yeah. you, played, you played some basketball with Leo, did you not, Greg? We did. We played three years together at St. Mike's. Tell uh, us a little bit about those teams. Uh Primarily, I was covering his man on defense. Absolutely phenomenal player. Uh, I think a lot of people wouldn't realize that uh, the summer of grade 11, Leo made the Canadian men's team, not the junior team, the men's team. This, he was the age of 16 at 16, the time. and he was second team all-world at the uh, World Championships in the Philippines that year. and then had to come, Second team all-world? Second world. team all-world. Wow. At the age to, of 16? At the age of 16, then had to come back and play in the Toronto Catholic League in grade 12, so it was uh, quite the uh, 
the undertaking the following year. Every gym was just packed to try and see Leo. Just a phenomenal player and just a great guy. And uh, tell us a little bit about uh, those St. Mike's teams were pretty... Uh Pretty renowned around the country. I mean, at, uh, you know, uh, obviously with Leo being on the team, they were pretty successful. And uh, I'm sure you there was some contribution from you as well. Uh, what, what particular position did you play on those teams? I played point guard. Okay. Uh, but didn't mean a lot. I never saw the ball. Leo had it. <laughs> no, he was just, it was a great player. And the, the one year, Leo's final year, uh, was, uh, I think, one of the few times the Canadian team was ranked in the top 10 in the United States. Uh, and really, it really was Leo uh, in the, in the United States. Yeah, yeah. wow. It was it really was Leo? It was uh, we had twelve guys plus Leo, and the other eleven guys we just ran and uh, and covered guys. But uh, Leo was phenomenal. Let me ask you, um, you know, for most the difference between St. Mike's and a lot of schools is uh, generally uh, most high school students uh, just attend the high school in their community, in their area, the one where they grow up and in the high school's like 20 minutes, uh, you know, five-minute walk or 10-minute walk. St. Mike's is a choice for most people. And uh, um, was it a choice for you? And why did you make St. Mike's your choice? Uh, it was. Similar to Father Thompson, I had just come to Canada, and uh, my first grade school teacher her husband uh, had gone to St. Mike's, Tom Sheedy, and his uncle was Father Sheedy, who was principal uh, in the 60s, uh, actually when Dave Keon would have uh, just been ending up. Uh, and so he introduced me to St. Mike's and uh, went down and took a look at it. And similar to Father Thompson, I knew that was the place that uh, I wanted to be. And in those days, you could apply to schools outside of your own region. I did not live in the area. Uh, and then ended up there. Uh, it was just phenomenal experience for myself. Uh, we now have on the line Leo Routens, Leo uh, uh, Raptors analyst, and of course an illustrious graduate of St. Michael's College School. Good morning, Leo. Good morning, guys. How's everybody there? Everybody's great. I'll give you the opportunity to uh, to say good morning to uh, Father Thompson and to Greg. Uh, go ahead, uh, Leo. Good morning, Father. How are you, Greg? Good to uh, good to talk to you guys. Hopefully, uh, hopefully, hopefully, we can even sneak out for a lunch soon one of these days. <laughs> good morning, Leo. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Morning, Leo. Leo uh, Leo's, of course, uh, an illustrious St. Mike's grad. Not on the hockey side, though. Uh, Leo, just so you're aware, we just finished talking hockey with Dave Keon, so we're going to change gears well, a little bit. I'll tell you my Dave Keon story. Oh, then we've got to hear it. <laughs> Go ahead. Tell, tell us your Dave Keon story. Okay. All right, how about this? So just like any other kid growing up in Toronto, I had my number 14 Leafs jersey, Dave Keon. So years years later, I'm playing for Syracuse, and I'm injured. So we're, we're at the University of Connecticut, and uh, we're actually in Hartford playing, and I'm out there before the game just getting some shots, trying to, trying to see how my knee feels. And I see this guy staring at me. So, you know, kind of weird, just look back, and the guy keeps looking at me. And all of a sudden, this guy starts walking towards me. I go, that looks like Dave Keon. <laughs> no, wait, 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 this is Dave Keon. And he starts walk, walks right up to me, sticks his hand out, says, hey, I'm Dave Keon. Like, like I know. I know who you are, right? <laughs> he goes, hey, you know, pleasure to meet you. I've been following your career. All of a sudden, I go, what? Dave Keon's been following my career? Like, I grew up watching <laughs> this guy. I got his jersey the whole bit, and it, it just floored me. It completely took because I guess he was playing for Hartford at the time. And... uh so uh, about a week later, 
uh, I get a I get a letter at the Syracuse University at the basketball office, uh, an autographed picture of Dave Keon saying, "Hey, great to meet you, and uh, you know, follow your career the whole bit." I go, "You got to be kidding me! It's like too good to be true." So uh, that's my Dave Keon story. Uh, you know what? That's that's a priceless story, and it tells something about and and, and thanks for sharing that story, Leo, because uh, I've I've got to know David a little bit in um, in the last few years. Uh, he's obviously. Uh, he's become a little bit more of a public figure in the Toronto area, um, and and I've always thought Dave Keon was misunderstood uh, by a press, a local press in the Toronto area that was just looking for a story. The Dave Keon that I know is a very humble, very articulate, uh, very funny, uh, and a very gr- and, and they used to use this word about he's a gentleman, and they used to use this word quite more often in the old days than they do now. You very rarely see the term gracious uh, used toward, uh, as, a, as an adjective about a person's character. But that describes Dave Keon uh, in my interactions with him. He's just a very gracious man. Uh, and that's a great word. That's a, that's a great word to describe him, without a doubt. And, um, and the little things that he does, he, he, he's, he doesn't, he's not looking for public recognition, um, he's he's happy to do little things for people, and he doesn't need it published in the newspaper. And that's that. And that's that's your story. You know, he didn't. You know, he went out of his way to make a young man like you happy. And there's countless people that Dave Keon's done the same thing for, and that very rarely gets reported. Uh, and it's unfortunate. Uh, but getting back to Leo Routens, uh, you t- you gave me your your. Uh, your Dave Keon story, Leo. Uh, talking about gracious, talking about uh, eloquent. Um, um, the communications director at St. Michael's College, Michael De Pellegrin, was was kind enough to forward to me a copy or a link about uh, a, a, an address you gave to St. Michael's, the graduating class of 2016, and it's posted on YouTube. And I'm and I, I don't want to embarrass you, Leo. Um, but um, to all the St. Michael's uh, alumni or students out there, if you haven't seen this, uh, please go to YouTube. Please, uh, in the search term, put St. Michael's Graduation 2016. It's an address given by Leo Routens, and it's perfect. Um, you you, you uh, address the graduating class. Uh, I was just—I wasn't even going to interview you anymore, Leo. I was just going to—I was just going to run roll the tape of that particular address because that—that address says everything I need to ask you about. But let's let's talk about a few of those things. In that address, wait, Leo. Wait, wait. First of all, I got to interrupt you here, though. Yeah. I have to interrupt you because that guy sitting next to you over there, Greg Hook. Yeah, he gave you the introduction. See, what, what actually happened is, <laughs> yeah, what actually happened is, uh, he, he wrote that whole thing. <laughs> he wrote all my all my papers at St. Mike, so uh, I can't I can't really can't take credit for any of that. So. Uh, okay, Leo. Uh, anyways, I'll you, send you five dollars. You, you may things. not you may not have written it, and I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. They have plagiarism rules at uh, St. Mike's, so uh, if that ever got out. Uh, you know, uh, be careful. Uh, but uh, I'm, I know you wrote it, and you and you delivered it, and you delivered it with heart, and you were eloquent, you were funny, you were poignant, and you were wise. Uh, so all the St. Mike's people out there or uh, anybody else uh, facing challenges, um, 
by all means, go go check that out. Uh, it, it it's it's really a remarkable piece, Leo. Congratulations on it. And I just want to touch on I want to touch on one a couple of pieces uh, that that flow from that. And and I raised that question with Greg Hook just just before this. Saint Mike's in. Uh, is a, is a, is part of a minority of schools in the sense that it's a choice. Uh, people choose to go to St. Mike's. They don't necessarily just go there because it's the high school around the corner. Why did you choose to go to St. Mike's? Well, actually, my brother went there. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, he had a tremendous experience there and um, played basketball there for Dan Prenegast. Uh, and so it was, it was pretty much for me, it was a foregone conclusion that I was going to follow in my brother's footsteps and, uh, go to St. Mike's play for, you know, coach Prendergast. And I had the opportunity to, uh, be introduced to, to coach and actually, uh, participate in, in some St. Mike's practices prior to even going to high school. Uh, so my, my love for St. Mike's, uh, was established early on my relationship with Mr. Prendergast and, a lot of other people within the school was established, uh, and my parents felt obviously with the connection with my brother. Uh, my parents felt extremely uh, strong about the school and and the values and and what it brings and, and gives you. So there was really no question uh, where I was gonna where I was gonna go to school. Is there one central lesson? <clears throat> There's there were a lot of lessons in that, uh, in that uh, commencement address you gave, Leo, and uh, a, a couple of metaphors. The one that sticks in my mind, because it's a basketball metaphor, is in life, bounce the ball. Don't let the ball bounce you. What do you mean by that? And is that, is that a lesson you learned at St. Mike's? Yeah, actually, I, I tell that story all the time that uh, Hugh McDougall, uh, the vice principal uh, of the school at the time, uh, he just he just grabbed me one day, you know. I, you know, just like any other kid, I'm goofing around a little bit and maybe bouncing the ball in the hall. Who knows what I was doing? But he grabbed me and just, you know, had a few words for me and just said, "Hey, don't let the ball bounce you." And I'm sitting there just kind of like, "Huh? <laughs> you know, what's that mean?" Uh, but you know, the more I thought about it, the more more you realize just how important uh, those words were. And what I tell I, I tell aspiring athletes or, or, or any kids that, you know, want to accomplish different things that, you know, basketball has been amazing to me. Uh, I've, I've seen the world. Uh, I've, I've provided for my family. I've been able to do so many things. It's given me a platform. It's given me a name. It's given me incredible, incredible things. But the ba- basketball didn't use me. I used basketball because I had a, a base, because I had – uh, an education because I took all these other things uh, very seriously. What I was able to do is take the game of basketball and use it to accomplish the things I wanted to accomplish. If 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 I shattered my knee uh, very early on, it, it wouldn't have made a difference um, because I had a foundation, I had an education, uh, I had a plan. Uh, a lot of people don't even realize that what I'm doing today for a living uh, being broad, a broadcaster uh, for the Toronto Raptors for the NBA, that was actually a plan begun in ninth grade. Uh, and I walked into Dan Prendergast, our coach's office, who was also the guidance counselor, 
And I just said, you know, uh, coach, you know, I, I number, I, I'm not a numbers guy. <laughs> I look at the scoreboard. I get scared when I see double digit deficits or whatever. I, I don't know what, what's going on. I get scared. So, but I can write, I can talk, I can, I'm comfortable in front of people. And so we, we kind of decided that, you know, potentially, you know, journalism, uh, broadcasting, uh, that type of career uh, could be something uh, that I could take advantage of at the same time. It didn't make sense to me that if I, because I was determined that I was going to be an NBA player. You couldn't tell me that wasn't going to happen. I'd set my goals and that's what I was going to do. So uh, it didn't make sense to me to say to be a chemistry major and be in some lab and do something that's completely foreign to this one goal I have is to be a professional athlete. I wanted to have a career that could take that part of my life and combine it with uh, the rest of my life. And so, you know, all that was a foundation pretty much laid at St. Mike's talking to Mr. Pernagast. And, um, and so that's so really that when it say don't let the ball bounce you, that's that's exactly uh, what I took to heart. And, and hopefully I did the bouncing and, uh, you know, and always kept that as a perspective. Leo, it's good to hear you say this, because uh, as you yourself came to understand and we all did, who graduated from St. Mike's, the, the Brazilian fathers educate and form their students at St. Mike's and in our, in our other two schools in Houston and Detroit by embracing the whole human being in the student, um, his mind, his body, and his soul. And so wh whether we are gifted athletically or artistically, academically, we are always growing as a whole person in the education that the Brazilian fathers oversee at St. Mike's and our other schools. So it's good to hear you speak uh, as the fruit of that, as Greg and I are as well. Well, Father, you know, those are, you know, important words. And, and uh, you know, uh, just the motto of the school, you know, goodness, discipline, and knowledge, uh, you know, you to, to all those factors. Um, you know, I, I think especially in today's environment, uh, I've often said to many, many people that uh, I feel bad for people that will never have the experience that I had at St. Mike's, where people people cared so much about uh, you as a person, uh, your faith, your future, your every every aspect of your life. And uh, so, you know, what I was able to take from that school, uh, I can apply to literally every every single aspect of my life. And uh, so it's uh, the education uh, is, uh, is unparalleled when you when you factor in all those things. And uh, like I said, especially in today's environment, when you look at what kids have to face and all the obstacles that they deal with and the pressures and social media and who knows what else uh, to have to be able to have some sort of a, uh, a base, a fundamental base, uh, have your faith to have all that uh, strengthened inside you uh, in that kind of environment is incredible. And uh, and I think it's much needed. And uh, so hopefully, uh, like I said, that's why I think St. Mike's just continues to thrive uh, in today's environment uh, as much as it did, you know, uh, 50 years ago, simply because everybody realized just the importance of all the values that that school instills. 
Uh, Leo, one, one last question. Sorry, one last question. Then we'll then we'll let you go. Uh, you, you touched upon it, and on the hockey side, we talked about uh, uh, Father David Bauer and some of the influential uh, people on the uh, with David Keon. But on on the basketball side, there was one gentleman, and I I was privileged to meet him a few times. Uh, that was really Mister Basketball at St. Michael's College School for so many many years. And and just a true gentleman, and the 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 players like you and like Greg Hook and our other buddy, uh, I better say his name here. He'll he'll get upset that I don't say his name is Daniel Odorico. Um The regard that you guys hold Dan Prendergast in is just you call him Coach P. He's affectionately known as Coach P. Um, the kind words, uh, he was just uh, just a kind soul uh, in my estimation the few times I met him. Uh, I'll give you an opportunity, a couple of minutes, just to tell our listeners what a remarkable, remarkable man Coach Prendergast was, Dan Prendergast. Oh, he's just uh, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, you know, I think I've, I've been very fortunate in my life to have uh, people um, that, really, that really take you under their wing, that, you know, coach was like a, a another father to me i was blessed to have a, a a wonderful father of my own uh then i had coach prendergast i had jack donahue coach the national team that you know they all took me under under their wing they all cared for me they all nurtured me uh and coach p was just uh just phenomenal um and and i i was dealing with a lot of things that you know a lot of kids weren't at that time uh you know to go in 11th grade and, and make the Canadian national team, uh, all of a sudden you're in this whole other world. And, you know, the easiest thing to do is to allow things to, to get into your head or, you know, think you're better or this or that. And, and with coach Peter, none of that, <laughs> you know, you came to practice, you know, I can come back from playing with the national team and you step on the court of practice and, and you're one of the guys and you're going to work and you're going to play and you're going to, you're going to be humble and you're going to play the game the right way. Um, that that's just the way it was, and because there was such a history of, as you said, you can talk to all the players that had played for, for coach that, uh, and just the, the amount of respect uh, and and the family atmosphere and, uh, you know, the, the amount of hours that he sacrificed, uh, you know, taking us to, you know, I think we played, uh, Greg Greg can verify it. I think we played about sixty games uh, when I was in twelfth grade. Every weekend we were in a tournament in another city, and uh, we didn't have a high school team to play against. We'd go scrimmage universities and colleges, and uh, anybody and any, everybody we played. And you know that was time away from his family, uh, who we loved very much, and he was a great dad in his own house. Uh, but you know he always had the time. He always made the time to to give us a special experience, an incredible experience. And uh, uh, it, it's kind of funny. Uh, like I said, he was like a, a father to me. Uh, a few years ago, my dad passed, and you know it was obviously a very difficult time. And and then uh, subsequent to that, uh, Coach P passed away, and uh, we were at the uh, uh, at the burial, and all of a sudden, I just it just like you know your your mind's in all these different places, and all of a sudden I realized Coach P is laying about a hundred yards away from my dad <laughs> Leo in the uh, same same cemetery you know yeah. so uh, it's it, it's kind of coincidental and yeah. maybe it's fate as well Leo we're gonna have to unfortunately uh, 
draw this to a close. I've got a few minutes left, and uh, I know Father Thompson's got a few things he wants to say. So we're going to let you go right now, Leo, and we want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Appreciate it. No worries, guys. My pleasure. Always a pleasure. Father Thompson, I promised you a few minutes at the end of the show, (laughs) and unfortunately it is only a few minutes. Mm -hmm. We've got about four minutes left, unfortunately. We'd have liked to have had more time, but we don't. So I know you've got a few things that uh, you'd like to say. If I may just uh, say a word on Coach P. Uh, He sure was a prince of a man. Uh, For all of us who knew him, uh, to echo what you said earlier about Dave Keon, Coach P, there was a gracious man all his life. And we are blessed to have his two grandsons in the school right now. Oh, wow. God bless him. Uh, Our students at the school are overheard sometimes to say among themselves, uh, it's cool to do well in school. Now, that's a great culture to be um, living with and working with. They They want to excel. They want to succeed. And it's, it's not nerdy to do so. So at St. Michael's College School, we do excel, and we, want, and we encourage them to excel in their academics, in, the, in music, in the arts, and certainly in athletics. That's an important and healthy part of human life. And because we embrace the whole student, his mind, body, and soul, we excel in all these areas. We are blessed to have had a lot of... Um, Good press in athletics, <laughs> as never are, hurts. As we are right now. Uh, but go anywhere, go anywhere, and there's a successful St. Michael's man leading the way in whatever area of life we may be part of. Interesting, uh, and thank you so much for those comments. How many? Uh, like you said earlier, it's it's not just grade nine to grade twelve. It's you. It's it's, you, grade, you, seven in, it's grade seven now. Grade yes. seven was instituted, I believe, in the late nineties. That's right. So it's uh, and you and you and it's a school full of kids from everywhere, isn't it? It's it's from yes, it's, it's from all over Toronto. It's from different backgrounds, um, and uh, it is a happy place to be because we learn from each other. Uh, our focus on service to the community is very strong, and I tell the young men I speak about this often that I am convinced that when they graduate, they emerge as the face of Jesus Christ in our world, a world that desperately needs that so much. Well, keep up the good work. Thank We've got you. a few we minutes left. To. Greg, uh, you've been at the school for a long time as well. Uh, it's a special fraternity. It's a special place. Why is it a special place for you? Yeah, it, it truly is. Uh, I started there in 1975 uh, and yeah. Leo Routens was there, and the other guests that couldn't make it in, Eugene Melnick was there. We played on the tennis team together. And it's what Leo says. We were actually with another alumnus on Friday afternoon for hours, and he said the exact same thing Leo did, that you can't describe what St. Mike's means to you. But it was Danny Orderico that said it's just something that's not describable, but everybody that went there knows exactly what it is. Uh, and, And it Really, the Brazilian father has been a massive influence uh, uh, on my life and the direction uh, that I've gone. So it's just been great. Very quickly, um, Father Zinger passed away. A few kind words about Father Zinger. Well, on my first day of grade nine in 74, he was my religion teacher. I had never seen a priest who was also my teacher before that in my life. And in many ways... 
I am who I am, Father Jeff Thompson, because of Father Zinger. And I know there's 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 uh, an outpouring of affection. He uh, uh, devoted his life to St. Michael's College School. He devoted, and incre- his li- he devoted his life to his students. He loved his students. And, and we, his faith. And, and we knew it. Yes. Listen, I'm just going to say thank you so much, Father Thompson, Father Jefferson Thompson, President of St. Michael's College. It's been a pleasure. Mine too. Thank you. Greg Hook, it's always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us. And... Uh, uh, it's been interesting. I appreciate it. God bless. God bless. It's been a great week on the Naz and Wally Sports Hour. Next week, we'll have Naz back. And to all our listeners, have a fantastic, healthy week. Thanks so much. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.